Luis Arise, a White Sox nemesis, is out of the AL Central. And could it really be the best offseason move for the Southsiders? An MLB network analyst is bullish on the White Sox to win the division in 2023. And it all comes down to staying healthy. No surprise there. Uh, new White Sox manager Pedro Grafol uh, sounds off on the plan for right field. And old friend Nick Madrigal might need to find a new home. Could he come back to a familiar place? You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. Uh, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash lockdown today to get started. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. It might be best for Oscar Colas to start in AAA, but he will have every opportunity uh, to state his case for right field. Uh, it's a big if, but what if Aloy Jimenez and Luis Robert, the lightning and thunder of the Southsiders, can stay healthy and have career years in 2023. Uh, Luis Arise is out of the AL Central, uh, but the White Sox should not sit back and relax. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. We are in the off-season mode. We are down to three episodes a week. We'll be back to five episodes once spring training gets underway about three weeks away. Uh, thank you so much for subscribing to our YouTube channel as we climb to uh, 1,000 subscribers. We're on our way uh, there. So thank you uh, so very much for passing this along to other Sox fans in your life. Just a reminder, uh, Wednesday's episode will be Mailbag Wednesdays. Uh, get any questions, comments, concerns, predictions, worries, uh, whatever it may be, get it into LockedOnSocks at gmail.com uh, and we will open up that uh, mailbag on the next episode. Uh, roughly uh, nine weeks until opening day, uh, Sox, of course, in Houston for that four-game series to start off the season. Uh, still waiting on that big trade uh, that we heard about at the beginning of the offseason from Rick Hahn, and I'm starting to believe that trade might just not happen. However, uh, other teams in our division uh, were making trades recently, namely the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Luis Arise, uh, who was a member of the Twins from 2019 to 2022, is out of the AL Central. Uh, he was traded to the uh, Miami Marlins uh, for essentially starting pitcher Pablo Lopez. So 
Uh, big thorn in our sides. Uh, you know, we saw a lot of Luis arise. Uh, I think a lot of Minnesota Twins fans would say, well, maybe, you know, the Twins go the way uh, Buxton goes. But Buxton has, you know, struggled to stay healthy like so many of our uh, White Sox players. Luis Arise, a guy that can get on base, gets your hits. Uh, you know, he, he might be on, on base three to four times a night. Of course, wore the black hat. Uh, during that uh, no-hit bid by Dylan Cease, he was the member of the Minnesota Twins to get that that lone hit uh, in the ninth inning against Dylan Cease. Uh, tough out, a very uh, tough out. Some people question, well, why not just walk uh, Luis Arise in that situation? Why did Dylan Cease want to face him? And again, I, I want to go back down uh, this road, but I thought Dylan Cease made the right call there. He wanted to, uh, he wanted to, cha- Dylan Cease is a competitor. He wanted to challenge and uh, Luis Rise gave him everything he could handle. And uh, uh, Luis Rise, you know, he's a professional hitter. So that's what the Marlins get. Uh, in return, you know, the Minnesota Twins get Pablo Lopez. Uh, I don't know if they know or anybody knows right now uh, what he is, uh, what they hope he can be is maybe a two, maybe a three. The Minnesota Twins need starting pitching. Uh, so I would much rather see Pablo Lopez maybe four, maybe five times a year uh, than seeing Luis Arise, you know, uh, come up to bat uh, multiple times uh, in a game, uh, multiple times uh, in a year. Uh, I'd rather see it as a fan, get him out of the AL Central. However, good pitching beats good hitting. And if Pablo Lopez figures something out, you know, we're going to see him on the schedule and uh, it, almost like when Verlander was locked in for the Detroit Tigers or Scherzer or the multitude of, you know, Cleveland uh, Guardians, Cleveland Indian pitchers over the years uh, that just were extremely difficult. You, you could almost just say, you know what, this is not going to be our night. We just knew how that was going to go. Uh, so pitching can be dangerous, of course, to face, but uh, happy to see arise you know, out of the AL Central, wondering if this is how the Minnesota Twins or or other teams in the Central uh, felt when Jose Abreu walked and went to the Houston Astros. You know, this isn't the first time me as a White Sox fan, you, you probably remember all of the different names that have left the AL Central and and we just kind of wiped our brow and said, thank goodness we don't have to see a Whit Merrifield anymore or a Nelson Cruz or uh, Lindor, or as I mentioned, Verlander, Scherzer, and, and all of those other Cleveland uh, pitchers. Uh, Arise had a, a 327 batting average with 69 hits, uh, one home run, 19 RBIs, and 26 runs scored in 58 games against the White Sox in his career. A 327 batting average. Uh, so is this really just, you know, addition by subtraction for the White Sox? You know, a lot of folks have come out and said, you know what? This is actually the biggest offseason move by the White Sox. The fact that Arise has been traded to the Miami Marlins. Uh, you know, I, I think when your team, uh, when you're in a division, and in uh, in a division rival, you know, takes a step back the way it seems like the Minnesota Twins are. Uh, you would hope, you know, in this situation, the White Sox would double down uh, and are aggressive, you know, to get their own doing done, to get better by their own means, not by what some other team does. Uh, make things really sting for the rest of the division, right? Try to win instead of just not 
uh, lose. Uh, and with three weeks away from the start of spring training, it just seems like that big trade I talked about at the beginning of this episode uh, that was hinted by Rick Hahn at the beginning of the offseason might not happen. Uh, hopefully, in my opinion, that big trade does not involve former Chicago White Sox second baseman Nick Madrigal. Uh, Nick Madrigal, I think, is looking for a new home. I don't think it's going to be, uh, you know, he might find some moments with the Chicago Cubs, but it's not going to be in a starting role as they have uh, filled their needs in other ways. I think Madrigal's wondering it. I think a lot of Chicago Cubs fans are wondering it. Other baseball analysts are wondering it. Bob Nightingale uh, spoke about the situation recently and, of course, tied it in to the fact that, well, the White Sox need a second baseman and, and hinted maybe there could be a deal between the Northsiders and the Southsiders. Uh, personally, I don't want to see it. You know, we did what we did. We got rid of Madrigal in 2020. Uh, he wasn't going to help us that year. And in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the sample size that I saw, fine with the, that trade. And I don't need to see a reunion for, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, the White Sox went in the direction that they went when they drafted uh, Nick Madrigal and I think quickly pivoted uh, when that trade was made. And I, and I think they don't need to look backwards. I think you got to look forwards, even though it stings and we're still looking for a veteran second baseman. I personally, uh, I hope it's not uh, a reunion with Nick Madrigal. Uh, it sure looks like Romy Gonzalez, Lenin Sosa, maybe uh, Lurie Garcia for second base. Uh, this was from a recent Scott Merkin article. Uh, the second base competition falls between Romy Gonzalez and Lenin Sosa. Veteran Lurie Garcia will also be in the mix uh, for playing time, but general manager Rick Hahn already has made it clear that Garcia's value is playing all over the field. Uh, now, for Romy Gonzalez, he, he is 26 years old. He had 105 at-bats last season. Uh, Lenin Sosa, 22 years old, really just a cup of coffee with the White Sox last year, had 35 at-bats uh, last year with Southsiders. Uh, so the White Sox, uh, believe it or not, are being picked as a favorite to win the AL Central. I'm going to tell you why the Sox could be so very dangerous in 2023. Uh, more on that in a moment. We are really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Uh, new customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Uh, just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Uh, FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, uh, you can even combine your bets with a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. Uh, I was taking a look at uh, some of the games for this coming weekend, the AFC NFC Championship. You got the over under for the a Cincy KC game at 47 and a half. I like the over and the over under for the San Fran Philly game is 45 and a half. I like the under. We'll talk some White Sox odds in a moment. Uh, it's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets. Uh, win or lose, 
at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So I mentioned some of those uh, FanDuel odds in regards to the White Sox, and this is just fresh on their site uh, as of January 23rd. Uh, White Sox World Series odds at uh, plus 2,500 to win the AL pennant. Uh, plus 1400 right now the Yankees and the Astros are best at plus 300 now the Sox are in a tie with the Cleveland Guardians as the favorites to win the AL Central according to FanDuel with the odds at uh, plus 160 you got the AL Cy Young race Uh, Carlos Rodon and Dylan Cease are neck and neck at plus a thousand and then talking about the AL MVP Luis Robert is plus 5,000. That is your uh, best for a White Sox player. Uh, We're going to talk Luis Robert. We're going to talk Aloy Jimenez. Uh, John Morrissey uh, was talking all things AL Central and the Chicago White Sox recently on the MLB Network as he picked uh, the Sox to win the Central. Uh, This was a few days ago on Friday, January 20th. His AL Central predictions were made before the Arise deal. Uh, Morrissey had the White Sox, then Cleveland, Detroit, uh, I'm sorry, Minnesota, Detroit, then Kansas City. And what Morrissey uh, was saying is what we all as White Sox fans have been pitched uh, since the beginning of this offseason. It's all about health. Morrissey said uh, health was the biggest problems for the White Sox in 2022. I would say it was also a lack of preparedness, uh, players playing out of position, There seemed to just be a lack of urgency, horrible defense, uh, crazy lineups, uh, on and on. Uh, But health, for sure, was a huge problem. Uh, Morrissey said, look, they just need to have a healthy season. And uh, I had an episode back in late December uh, right here on Lockdown White Sox that really featured a what if. Uh, If we're to follow this narrative from Rick Hahn in, in the front office of, hey, we are banking on return to accustomed levels, but also to our core being healthy. You know, I think the Sox could be very dangerous. I know it's a big if, uh, but if guys can just get back to having normal seasons, Morrissey said, not career years, but just normal seasons, the White Sox you know, could be dangerous. It is a huge if. We know better as White Sox fans, we just don't have the sample sizes from guys like Jimenez and Robert and, you know, the, the Grandal stuff and Mancada and, and our pitching woes. Uh, we know better, but we're in that hope stage. At least I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be optimistic right now uh, after what we had last year uh, leading into spring training until I'm proven wrong, until there is, you know, another injury. And, and I'm just hoping that does not happen. But I think Morrissey was on to something. Uh, he also talked about Kendall Graveman uh, moving into the closer role. And uh, I've kind of thought about Ronaldo Lopez in that spot. Uh, Graveman had six saves for the White Sox in 2022. Uh, he has 16 career saves since breaking into the big leagues in 2014. Ronaldo Lopez, on the other hand, has zero career saves since breaking into the league in 2016 with Washington. So that is going to be something that uh, hopefully gets figured out in spring training. It might be closer by committee uh, early on. Uh, Speaking of health, here is that what if. I mean, what if, you know, your lightning and thunder, Aloy Jimenez and a Luis Robert play 
in 135 to 140 games uh, and put up big numbers this season. There was an MLB.com article uh, just recently entitled, These Eight Players Need to Stay Healthy in 2023. It was by Thomas Harrigan. Two of the eight players mentioned were Chicago White Sox players, Aloy Jimenez and Luis Robert. Uh, For uh, Aloy Jimenez, uh, this is what Harrigan wrote. Uh, baseball's number three ranked prospect entering a 2019 per MLB pipeline. Jimenez is four years into his career, but still hasn't played a full season. Uh, the only year the right-handed slugger didn't spend time on the injured list was the shortened 2020 campaign, and he's missed more games than he's played across the past two years, suffering a rupture of his left a pectoral tendon in 2021 and a torn hamstring tendon behind his right knee in 2022. When healthy, Jimenez has flashed prolific power potential, averaging 36 homers and 108 RBIs per 162 games while posting a collective 123 OPS+. plus. If he avoids the IL in 2023, we could see the 26-year-old rank among the AL's home run leaders. And this is Harrigan and Luis Robert. Uh, Like his teammate Jimenez, Robert has missed considerable time over the past two seasons, going down with a right hip flexor strain in 2021 and battling several ailments last year. Still just 25 years old, he isn't that far removed from his days as one of the top-ranked prospects in the game. Uh, when he was considered a potential superstar with plus tools across the board uh, through a career 289 average with 36 home runs, 26 steals, and 122 OPS plus uh, over uh, 222 games is nothing to sneeze at, Harrigan writes. He hasn't quite met expectations thus far, but that could change in 2023. So, my challenge to you, if you really if you really want to do this, it can be frustrating, it can be maddening, but just sit back on one of these cold late January, maybe early February uh, days. Just sit back and imagine what a season uh, could be like if Jimenez and Robert played in 140 games and had career years. It's a big if, but it, it warms you a little bit to think that way. Uh, Oscar Colas will have his chance to prove he can play right field, but I'm going to tell you why it might be best for him to start uh, the season in AAA. Uh, more on that in a moment. So Pedro uh, Grafol, our new Sox manager, uh, opened up recently about the plan for right field. Uh, he also talked about the season in general as the spring training is approaching. Grafol said the goal Uh, obviously, is to play postseason baseball, but there's a process to this thing, and the process includes high energy. It includes details. You know, hopefully, it includes a White Sox team that plays far better defense. Uh, Pedro Grafol said prospect Oscar Colas will have every opportunity to become the White Sox everyday right fielder, according uh, to an interview he did on Inside the Clubhouse on 670 The Score. Uh, It was just uh, this past weekend. Uh, Colas is the second-rated prospect in the White Sox farm system. He played in the Cuban and Japanese leagues since uh, 2016 through 2017 when he was 17 years old. In the seven Seven games he played in AAA. Uh, Colas slashed 387, 424, 645 from the plate across all three divisions. He slashed 314, 371, 524. 
So Grafol mentioned uh, Gavin Sheets. I know you don't want to hear it, but Gavin Sheets, uh, who played the most games in right field last season, uh, he could be a possible backup uh, or a plan B, maybe. Uh, Lori Garcia and Jake Marisnik uh, as other options for the job, saying there's going to be some competition there in right field, and Oscar is going to be right in the middle of it. Another idea, despite pushback on his defensive abilities, is continuing to play Aloy Jimenez in the outfield. The ideal situation would place Jimenez in a permanent designated hitter spot. I agree with that. Uh, yet Grafol wants to see Jimenez in right field. This is what Grafol says. I'm really looking forward to seeing Aloy in right field, Grafol said. I'm not uh, talking about seeing him there every day, but I'm talking about maybe seeing him there a day or two a week if possible and keeping him athletic and keeping him working on the defensive side because I know that helps on the offensive side as well. I, I just think it could go the other way too. Uh, maybe something wrong could go out there in uh, in right field, and that would hamper his offensive abilities. Namely, he gets stuck in a net or tears a peck uh, trying to do something uh, spring training that he shouldn't. Uh, we will see. Uh, here, In my personal opinion, this could be the best scenario for the White Sox. Gavin Sheets absolutely mashes in spring training. Okay, he destroys the ball. His offensive numbers are great. He's locked in. He's figured some things out uh, and, and, you know, everything he's unlocked during his journey and and the stints he had with AAA last season. And, you know, he's just he's had a good offseason and and he looks very comfortable uh, at the plate and he's serviceable in right field and and he wins uh, that spot in right field. And that means Oscar Colas take some swings in AAA to start the season, okay? He, he eases into things. Or he, here's another scenario, I guess, is Oscar Colas serviceable with the bat in spring training, but plays, you know, some amazing defense. Looks like he really knows what he's doing out there. And we're saying to ourselves, look, I'd rather be solid defensively. The bat will come along. Don't need him to be, you know, crushing the ball and having career numbers. Just that will happen. But love the defense, and that's what the route we're going to go. Uh, by committee seems, you know, a little dangerous. Hopefully, somebody uh, is the clear winner, or there is a clear plan in place uh, in, in the direction that the Sox go in. Uh, hitting coordinator uh, Andy Barquette had a lot to say in a recent Athletic article by James Fegan. You might have read this if you haven't. It's an excellent article. Uh, Barquette talked about uh, Benatendi and Oscar Colas. According to Fegan, uh, Barquette thinks it would be helpful if Colas got more than 33 plate appearances he has under his belt at AAA. He's at peace uh, with the idea of it not happening as well. But if you got to put him in the big leagues to help the team win, he said, the coaching staff that's in place there, I trust those guys to help him grow. And I think he could do it if that's the need. So I, you know, there's no doubt Oscar Colas will struggle, but I, I just don't want to see him get frustrated. Uh, like if he's not performing, he's letting the team down or something like that. Uh, he's going to want to show he belongs. He might be trying to do uh, too much, and, and that's not needed. And, and hopefully there are players and coaches ready to deliver that message. Uh, patience all in due time. Folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. Uh, you can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere uh, you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter 
at Nick underscore GGTB. And don't forget uh, to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and get your questions in for Wednesday's mailbag episode, Locked on Socks at Gmail. Uh, dot com. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll go through that uh, mailbag, your questions, your comments, your concerns, your wonderings. Going to talk a little bit of uh, pitching as well. Uh, talk a little Michael Kopech too. Really appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for giving it to Locked on White Sox. Uh, Pass this podcast along to other Sox fans in your life as we gear up for spring training. Uh, I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sox.